Dun, dun, dun. Thanks anyway. Oh, great Google so like I said, we are a video game music podcast, but we're going to do things a little differently. When we do things live, we kind of go a little bit more freeform, right? Yes. Got to yeah. make it fun and festive and stressful. A little, a little bit more stressful, a little more competitive. Um, on the, our show, we do get a little competitive. We try to find, I mean, we have very different musical tastes. I oh, yeah. I to say. 100%. Like, honestly, what you heard when we picked our tracks for the last panel, if you were here, that is a very clear distinction of how different our musical tastes and games can be. Absolutely. Um, I, I do like the groove. I do like hip-hop. I like techno. I like dance music. I mean, he... I like heart attacks. You love everything. Heart attacks. Heart attacks. I think it's true, though. Deep down, I do generally have an appreciation for a little bit of everything. And honestly, I do believe that the tracks I picked today, even, you're going to hear a good bit of variety... But at the end of the day, let's be honest, I do like a distress. Uh, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. So, yeah, we haven't traveled. We, we used to drive together all the time, all the time for arcades to play dance games. Yeah, so fun fact. So just a little quick history about our scenario here. We've been friends for about 22 years or so, and we became friends because of arcade dance games. Uh, he used to work at the mall at uh, Electron's Boutique, and I worked at the mall at a KB Toys. And I used to go to his store and harass the living crap out of him and his coworkers because I wanted to sell the games they had on tap. (laughs) But I was stuck selling Beyblades. Uh, And then I was like, hey, man, there's a Dance Dance machine. We've read about this thing. We've heard about this thing. we got to go play it. And I was on. I was on board. That was 1999, right? No, 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 no. That was like 2003. That was 2003. Okay, I was playing in 1999. (laughs) Yeah, so it was a trip, though. Like, um, we've been friends ever since. We've been, I mean, I buy giant poppin' music controllers. He's like one of the only people that I would appreciate that I had it. Um, We would go travel to different arcades and just like play dance games and like be stupid and get people throwing eggs at us because they don't want to punch people playing dance games. But the Robin Purnell road trip is like one of my favorite things. Like, yeah, you are the brother that never moved away. Oh, I'm so Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. You're going to make me cry into my glass of really cold water. Um, so what we thought we'd do today was we were going to have like kind of a music battle. We're going to pick tracks um, from like uh, different rounds. We're going to start from the same console. We're going to start from different themes. And we're going to pick tracks to kind of go against each other to pick which was the better song or which was just the better pick in the moment. And, and then it's going to be the better pick for a, a judge. We're going to pick a judge from the previous panel. Right? Don't do this to me, man. Just it's, all I'm saying is... Guys, we, we've been close. We've been friends for a long time. Uh, you know, I would take a bullet for you guys on a Tuesday after the Sabbath. So just remember that when you're making your decisions. Just saying. Um, all right. So I don't, we could do like a coin flip. We usually do a rock, paper, scissors to decide who goes first. I'm fine with that. Do you, do you just want to go down the line of, of the topic or do you want to choose the first topic? I want to choose the first topic. All right. All right. We're going. We're going. We're going to have to, everyone's going to have to sit through a rock, paper, scissors tournament. Ready? All right. All right. Three, one, two, two, three, go. Okay. Oh my gosh. Sure. No, no, no. That's no, no, three, right. two, one, shoot. And you know it. Can we have you guys just count us off? Three, two, one, shoot. All right, okay, we're going to take that because that could go on for a lot longer. All right, okay. so <laughs> the first one we're going to do is probably the most, like, the line down, like, I think I'm going, it makes, makes sense to have, like, a progression. So, like, more conventional topic to, like, what we typically do in episodes of the show. So we're going to the conventional topic. We're going to do a console battle. We chose the console in advance, and we're going to choose a track that we believe best represents probably the best track on the console I don't know. I didn't know what Rob chose until today. I'm very worried. Yeah, I usually do the production, so like I get a little bit of a sneak peek. But like sometimes you come 
you come to the studio in my basement and it's like, what are you, what am I going to listen to today? And that, that's a lot of the fun of this. I do, I do, do know a little bit. So I get to surprise you today. That is true. Yeah. But for this first tracks, I'm going to give myself a little bit of a lead here. What's the topic we're going with? Sega Saturn. Oh, so a console battle on the Sega Saturn. There's a, a, a huge amount of fantastic Sega Saturn music and it just runs the gamut of and styles. And I'm going to be honest, like, I feel like I might have cheated a little bit here, but in the end, as I was running the tracks through my head and listening to different stuff that was becoming nostalgic to me, this is the one that made me go, I've cried to this track. This is the <laughs> one that feels the most appropriate for this. So I'm going to go with from the game Nights into Dreams. This is the Soft Museum track title, and it was composed by Tomoko Sasaki. Renaissance Fair. <laughs> no, Tomoko Sasaki was like a, my, my pantheon, my, my masters of EGM. Oh, she was amongst your roster of your optional choices? Yeah, she was up there. The weird thing about this track is that if you played Nice in the Dreams when it first came out and you went back later to try to find the OST, you might be confused about how it sounds when you find it. Because what I didn't even know when I was a kid is that this game had an adaptive OST based on like the nightmares that you were rescuing out in the field. If they were all happy-go-lucky, you got a happy version of the track. And if they weren't, and they were frustrated or sad, you got a more melancholy version. And there was even a, like a moderate baseline version. And I was like constantly trying to find the moderate one. But in the end, they're all freaking great. Uh, why did I choose this track as my number one? Well, aside from the fact that it invokes a stupid amount of emotions in my heart that, I'll be blunt, doesn't even come through properly on the overall sound system. It's just, you need, to, you need headphones for this bad boy. Um, also, just the pipes. <laughs> like you freaking got, pipes. You, you like, a, you like a, a song with a good set of pipes. Yes, I do. Right. Yes, I do. And if for those of you who have never played Nice in the Dreams, all the levels are pretty much built around the idea of like dreams that the kids in the game are experiencing. And the levels themselves are built around these feelings and thoughts that the kids have. So this level, this track plays on the stage where you're bouncing around like a soft or a rubbery museum structure. Um, like mattresses smacking you around. It does have that kind of like fun, like McDonald's Playland kind of style to it. Yeah. And I mean, in a good way. In a good way. In a good way. In a good way. Like like in a, you know, you're in your 20s, you're drunk at a McDonald's at 3 in the morning kind of way. Soft museum. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but like, I mean, at the end of the day, like this, and actually the entirety of the OST, I would say, is peak, if not ultra peak Saturn. And that is coming from a person who loves some Saturn OSTs. Well, I'm going to give you something that's peak Saturn and peak Sega for now. Oh, mercy. Oh, I'm yes. scared. I'm scared. <laughs> you cannot do a Sega Saturn. You can't do Sega anything without talking about racing music. We're going to listen to Sega Rally Championship. Sega Rally Championship. <laughs> We're going to have a Sega Rally Championship. <laughs> I, yes, I'm gonna pick from. Um, it's is I think it's the ending track. It's composed by or originally composed by Tokunobu Misiyoshi. It's called "My Dear Friend Rally," and it's all about his love for the rally. But this is an arrangement specifically arranged for the Sega Saturn. This is arranged by uh, Takuki Hijikata with vocals by Naoki Takao. Um, and I'll talk about the vocals in a minute. But we're gonna just have to just get into this one a little bit. Dun dun dun. 
Hard turn right. Homer jump. I keep hearing ever since I showed you the we showed you the clip, and even before that, I'm like, I hear Homer jump. I can't hear nothing but that. Now, why this isn't on Rock Band downstairs, I have no idea. I don't know. That's why you need the fan version where they just make the songs and add them to the game. Because I'm sure someone did it. This is a good track, though. Like, I saw that on the, on like, when I printed the document, I was like, oh, my God, this is, oh, yeah. I'm in trouble. But yeah. my friend, Rally, not my, not my lover, Rally, not my acquaintance, Rally. This is my friend, Sega Rally champion. Very specific placement <laughs> in the hierarchy. Yes. Uh, the original track at the ending of the arcade version of Sega Rally Championship, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a really smooth groove. It's got a nice breakbeat on it, a little bit of organ, and then it's just Takanobu going, ready, and it just kind of. Another another bar goes by. Ready! <laughs> the sad part is that if you're saying that this is like the ending theme to the game, I feel like this should be an actual course track. I, think I would yeah, try to this. I, I think Ed Wilson's probably our expert here. If I were to... Yeah. Okay, so kind of, you kind of the replay of the track. You get to see how awesome you were with that style of music. Let's bring in um, our first judge, Purnell. You won the uh, the rock, paper, scissors, so why don't you go ahead and pick someone? Alright. I'm gonna buck the trend here. You know, a bit. you know if it's Ed Wilson. Oh no, I'm bucking <laughs> the trend entirely. I'm bringing Cameron up. Cameron. Cameron Worma, could you please come to the stage, please? You've been you've been requested. <laughs> I need your help, man. Just saying. We, yeah. we, go, we go way back. <laughs> we go back to nineteen diggity six. You can go either round or up, your choice. That's right. We like the blind side people with these sorts of things. Alright, so how do you feel about Nights into Dreams? How do you feel about the pan flute? How do you feel about the Pennsylvania Renaissance? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, see. <laughs> so I'm just saying, um, your, we're, your, our desire for you is to give us a verdict of sorts. Between the two tracks we picked, what do you feel best encapsulates the feel, the sound of cotton, the fabric of our lives? By that, I actually mean the Sega Saturn console. Can I reduce this to just a, a or B, which is better? You can just do that. Yeah, that's totally fine. I'm going to go with the first one. Because whoever you choose, we're going to be like just ragging on each other like six hours all the way home. That is true. <laughs> and I appreciate you, you already chose A. Oh, man. I'm a bad person to pick for Saturn-related. Okay, sure. Yeah, it's your ears, man. Yeah. It's all about your ears. And last I checked, you have two of them, and they work very well. Still both working. Yeah, see? <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's all about the sound and how you feel about it. So you went with A. I went with A. Okay. With a. All, all right. right. So we're going with Nights into Dreams, Purnell. One point for, one point for Purnell. Now, before you go away, though, we are going to ask. I mean, you have played some Saturn games, though, right? You've played a few? Um, i probably play a, played about zero. Oh, whack them, tack them. So. <laughs> okay. I'll pivot a little bit then. You've oh, played wait, no, that's not true. Oh. I, I, I played Saturn in a Funko Land when it was brand new. I, I know that. No recollection of what game it was that I played. 
Your favorite track from the Sega Saturn is, what, is whatever was playing on that console on that particular day. Probably. You know what? It's the Nights in the Dreams track, my favorite Saturn track ever. Yes, okay, my man. Go. All right, good. Yeah. Good one for now. Easily. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for being a good sport, Cameron, for coming up to the stage. I appreciate you. <laughs> we love you. All right. Well, you can choose the second category then, because you do have a few zingers down here for sure. Oh, yeah. So our next category is going to be a classic Rhythm and Pixels um, weird category. This is music for cooking and baking. Not not music from cooking and baking games, but music you're going to listen to while you're in the kitchen. You're cooking up something. I Throwing like to bake. down some vittles. I'm, I'm big into bread and, and focaccia, flatbreads, and pitas. But and I make bujalokia related goods and, and services. Love, and you love anything spicy. So yes, I do. I'm assuming this is going to be a spicy track. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, but since you chose the topic, you also choose the first track. You play your track first. Oh, okay. All right, great. So we're going to listen to a track from... I just, I've been looking for more jazzy or like funky soundtracks. And I ran into a rare developed title, a Disney franchise. This is Mickey's Speedway USA for the N64. I don't know the composer. Maybe one of these guys do. That'd be awesome if they did. Oh, like you wrote Ben Cullum? <laughs> ben, ben Cullum was like a sound director or, 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 or listed as one of the, the head directors of the game. I, I don't know who it is, but... He's a good guest, right? Maybe he's into this kind of funk jam. Uh, all the tracks are from different parts of the country. This is the track for Oregon, which was pretty darn cool. So we're going to listen to Oregon from Mickey Speedway, USA. Just give it a second. I mean, we're starting Disney afternoon, but <laughs> okay. it's pretty cool. Here we go. This part right here. Oregon, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Give it up now. I'm legitimately running this through my head right now. I am perceiving culinary antics to Oregon. Oh, oh, get that marimba. Get that marimba in you. Maybe. It might be. We don't know. That's Remember? Right We've confirmed. It's been calm. I love how you said maybe also is like, the question mark lives. <laughs> All right. So uh, Mickey Speedway on the N64 looks like a terrible like cash-in cart racer, but just with an amazing production value, especially on the music. And with, okay. with music that sounds like... The level of this quality on the N64 for me is like I just love when when people can really just make excellent sounding music on the N64. So what do you think? I do think this track is pretty decent. I am laughing to it, smiling to it, bonk, bonk. <laughs> bouncing a super spring bouncy ball off the ground. Content. All right. So what did you bring to the table? Now here's the thing, though. What? I do like your pick, but we didn't come here for this topic for tracks that sound good. <laughs> this is music that you could jam to in your kitchen while cooking or baking, and I am confident in the track that I have selected. This comes from the game Tokyo Xanadu, and it's called Magical Girl Elisa, composed by Takahiro Unisuga. Okay. 
Put the rest of the blender in the oven. Oh, oh. You're making a sauce. Oh, you're doing all yeah. kinds. Sky's <laughs> the limit in my kitchen when this is jamming out on the speakers. Oh, I like this one. It's got a very modern, like modern, kind of pop punk feel to it. Which I'm into. Oh, this is, this is a pop man. Chopping carrots. <laughs> Who would mince peas? I just mince peas. <laughs> no one's mincing peas in, in any house. Okay, this is a good track. This is very, very, very good. Tokyo Xanadu. Is, is, so, is, there, is there cooking in Tokyo Xanadu? No. There's, there's so, the thing about this and why I chose this track, Judge, this comes up. Pay attention. <laughs> um, so, I've already I played the game Tokyo Xanadu. I'm a big fan of it. It's good times. And the OST was always a general bop. Um, however, earlier this summer, I took up the habit of going jogging, just like getting the road, getting some sneakers, going out and just running as long as I can. That's a good jogging. The downside too, is that I am not very fit. So um, it is very hard to get myself motivated to run long distances at a decent clip. But when I was listening to music on rotation or randomizing rather, this track came on. And what I realized is that the pacing that it had set is perfect for like a rest period in a jog period, in a cool down period, rinse, repeat. And this became my regular jogging yeah, track. It's got like, it's got ups and downs on this track. Like right here, this section right here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is your cool down. Oh, you're coming up on a hill. You're going uphill. You're just chilling. You're chilling. Here comes the downhill. Yeah, that's nice. That's now, so you nice. might have heard me tell that anecdote and go, but dude, we're not talking about running. This is cooking. And the reason why I segue over is because this transferred over to my kitchen. I do cook to this track now. Um, <laughs> it has a good feeling. It's a good vibe for, like, you know, slicing vegetables, sauteing some food in the pan. You know, maybe not so much just taking food in and out of the oven, but you don't really need music for that. That's a 30-second ordeal. That's not a big deal. But the overall preparation, it has a good pace for that. Just kind of doing, going through the motions in your kitchen. This is freaking chef's kiss. In my house. All right, we gotta bring up a judge, though. I'm bringing up your my choice. man, Ed Wilson, from the DG Embassy. Oh from man! The, all, all the way from the previous panel. <laughs> from the previous panel. Previous panel. Oh, previous panel. Give it up. All right. Welcome aboard, God, friend. That, that previous panel was so far all away. All right, Edro Wilson. <laughs> what's up? So, you have two choices, or one choice? Yeah, for Rob. Two Rob, you want to hit me with that Mickey track again, real quick? So oh I yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a little, a little bit of a fake mouth harp. Yeah, it's it's that it's that solo that kind of comes up later. I'm really into. It's happy, but it feels like maybe you're cooking like you know lunchables for your kids. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Got the pizza kind, just that, like sauce. Put that cold tomato sauce on the cracker. <laughs> right, here's, here's shredded mozzarella on top. Right, here's magical girl Elisa. This, so this reminds me of Katamari music, and I think this is why I'm gonna vote for this one. Yeah, that's you got good. The yeah, Rhodes organ over that really upbeat, like tight snare. I back it that. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry, Rob, but I gotta no, go. I gotta no, go no. no, but but I gotta ask though. First, first though, thank you for the thank you for the vote. Just lost a few friends. <laughs> <laughs> Second question. I appreciate the statement, but. You could still make Lunchables to this, right? I mean, they're they're good. Sure, but 
You don't have to, but you could. You might actually cook them. I don't know. Okay. Instead of just take them out of the fridge and throw them on there. Okay, now final encore. <laughs> being, being a dad to young kids, uh, the, the, the previous one just really made me think of like happy kid stuff. Oh, yeah. So I got one last question. This one I can see like me and my wife dancing around the kitchen on like throwing ingredients in a pot. <laughs> gotcha, having a great gotcha, time. Gotcha. What would you say, because you have a breath, of, a breath of good knowledge for VGM, of course, you run the VGM embassy. Um, if you had to just shoot from your hip, which you technically would be doing, what would you say would probably make a good cooking track from your repertoire of Triumph Jams? Oh, that's... And do you do you cook to, to, to video game music? And does your family, uh, is they really cool with it? Well, my, my wife isn't really into video game music that much. <laughs> um, but if we were going to, it would probably be like dancier music. So maybe yeah. like the Wipeout soundtrack, something oh, like okay. that she, right. she'd be into. Like the licensed stuff or like that first one? A little, post- little bit of both. Some of the cold storage stuff, yeah, some yeah. of the licensed stuff, yeah. All right, I like that. Yeah. See? Getting down with techno. Down with the techno. Well... Thank you very much for coming up and helping you, us out with anytime. this. Anytime. Thanks for having me up. Oh, anytime. Up for Ed, Ed Wilson, the VG Embassy at VGEmbassy.com. Don't forget your passport. <laughs> All right, so that means uh, we have one more topic for now. Before, you know, things. Before yeah, one more topic. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll announce this one then. So for our final topic, we have the adventure theme. Tracks that just invoke the feeling and sense of adventure. All right, so in our Google Doc, you were adventurous, and then just that was stop. That just period. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we can do that. Also, our rhythm and pixel stable. <laughs> like, just, like just interpretations of jams. Yeah. Um, so the track that I went with here is kind of funny because I play a ton of RPGs. I play a lot of adventure and action games. But for some reason, from the moment this topic item came up, I couldn't get this track out of my head. It just stuck with me. So I decided just to choose it for the theme. So this comes from the game Breath of Fire 2, and the track title is called, conveniently, Breath of Fire, um, composed by Mari Yamaguchi. <laughs> Back, we never left. You talking about? Where's my cup of mead, good sir? <laughs> I don't know. I'm the guy. The only, the main thing I get out of you know Renaissance fairs, and to another extent, I guess the medieval medieval times is like I'm this weird sucker for those old cartoons where they would feature like the the just the, the, the Baron who's just sitting on the throne looking filthy and just like overbearing. And he's like ripping turkey legs with his one hand, slashing across. He's like, <laughs> like, I've always been just fond of that. I don't know what it is. And that's how you eat everything. Well, definitely how I eat turkey legs. <laughs> this morning you had a banana and you were like, <laughs> bring me another banana. Sir, this is the continental breakfast. You go get your own. <laughs> don't do what I say. <laughs> oh, no. I like this track. I, I like the flutes on this track, too. Wow, flutes. Flutes are a thing now. Yeah, especially when you're going on a grand adventure. <laughs> I'm telling you, like um, Breath of Fire. So this track was actually a reprisal from the main adventure, the overall theme from the first Breath of Fire game. However, they had a few added tidbits to it that makes this one the standout component, most notably that intro with the drums. With the dan- 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 yeah, let's uh, hear that one again. The, the intro with the drums is, is actually really, really sweet. It doesn't repeat. 
And it's the only time they do it. It's uh, this to me. This is the wedding march right here. <laughs> well, not just, you know, I guess that is true because marriage is an adventure. Yeah. So you pretty much, this gives me that impression of like, you know, you're walking out of your hometown or your home or you quit your job because you said, screw this crap. I deserve better. You know, and you walk out the front door. The drums are kicking in. You look up at the sky. You realize you forgot your shades, and you go blind temporarily. And then when you get your composure back, you just start marching down the street with this concept of, I don't know where I'm going or why I'm going there, but I'm going to make it. I'm ready for this grand journey. And then you get attacked by a level one dog. Right. So, so if this music is getting ready for the day, getting started, you know, or, or you know, the beginning of a grand adventure of a relationship with another person, you know, for the rest of your life. We're going to get into, like, what that relationship turns into. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Later on. <laughs> God, now there's the track title. That's cool. Oh, oh wow. I haven't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to listen to the Palace of Destruction <laughs> from Ease 1 and 2, specifically from the Ease 1 and 2 Chronicles uh, for the uh, the PC Engine CD or the TurboGrafx CD version. No, no, TurboGrafx CD. You put Ease 1 and 2 Chronicles, right? Ease 1 and 2 Chronicles, right? So PSP and PC CD. And PC CD? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, you know that stuff. I don't remember that stuff. <laughs> well, I'm obsessed I, with this I game. I do know this know is a me. Yuzo Koshiro joint, but it is arranged by Ryo Yonimitsu and the rest of the Falcom sound team, JDK. And I, I was thinking about you when I picked this track because I know you were always into the Falcom tunes. Yeah, I considered this to be quite the blind side choice. I was like, no, you're putting you, you're putting my ease against me. But I this don't. is like you're you're in the adventure, and the adventure is becoming dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So take with that what you will. <laughs> another 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 kind of cool intro. so much. Also, I'm going to get that pen. I'm going to buy that pen. Just saying. He found a really cool ease pen down in the dealer's hall. Want it. Oh, oh. I love it. I love it when the drummer goes triplets, like like right in the, uh, in the fill. Here's the adventure. Here's the big, the grand adventure. This is you the coming strings, out of a cave into a clearing. The strings, like like you were getting beat up by a dragon, a, a guy in a dragon suit at the Pennsylvania <laughs> Renaissance Fair. And it gives him, it gives him a major stat boost. <laughs> you finally knocked him down, and security's coming. They haven't gotten you yet. But you steal the dragon suit. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, now you're the dragon. <laughs> yes, you have to steal the suit. Um, yeah, I mean. Falcom Sound Team, it's classic, you know, heavy guitars, heavy drums, and sweeping strings, and oftentimes flutes, yes, oftentimes some flute, mm-hmm. but this is, this is, for me, like, a lot of adventure stuff. So you bring this to our show, and I think, like, this, this I, I imagine big fantasy, grand adventure, and also Guilty Gear, a little bit. Oh, yeah, I can yeah. see some, that's a good Guilty Gear level rock in this. Yeah, yeah. Daisuke would be impressed. All right, so let's bring up another guest judge. Is this my pick now? This is your pick now. Mike, come on up to the stage, please. Mike Levy. Hey, Mike. From I, the I, XVGM I, 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 Radio. I, I, look, I know you bought the pin earlier, but just say it. Just say it. Gotta look out for one another, man. We, we from go, XVGM Radio. Most back. importantly, from the previous panel. <laughs> all the way from the previous panel. Oh. All right, so um, let's, let's, let's listen to Breath of Fire. 
from Mari Yamaguchi one more time. We got some classic composers tonight. Got the Super Famicom chip doing some work. Sounding like a whole orchestra. I do like those drums. Yes, right. the drums are nice. Yeah, those sound good. Brings you in, pumps you up, fills you up, zest and vigor. <laughs> you got solid. Makes you hurt inside. <laughs> no, 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 no hurt, no hurt. Just... Gives you a wedgie internally. <laughs> <laughs> It's like swirly remembrance there. I don't know about those. Steals your lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take you into the palace of destruction. <laughs> da, 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 da. Hey, it's a little dark in the opening. I'll give it that. <laughs> of destruction. It's a palace of destruction. <laughs> in my heart. All right, in your heart. In your heart. Of Mike, heart of hearts. Mike Levi, what is what is going to be your pick? Oh, I, I got to go with that Falcom track. Are you, oh, are you kidding? There's that wedgie. <laughs> you, you, oh. you, you lost as soon as you said you had, as they say, you had me with ease. Yeah, I, I had a feeling. And you you knew that, too. You were like, let me, let me get the fellow ease fan As soon here. as you played ease, I was like, oh, please don't play. I'm going to play to our audience, too. <laughs> I'm not above that. I'm not above that at all. <laughs> you shouldn't be. Go for the throat. Every time. Yeah, it's very easy. Easy, it's super ease. easy. Easy like a Sunday morning, Saturday yes. afternoon. Breakfast cereal. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Fruit Loops. <laughs> All day long. Thank you, Mike, for coming up here. Nope. Wait, wait, Thank wait, you, Mike, wait, for wait, giving wait, me wait, a wait, point. Wait, oh, you got another question? You got a man? question, man. Where are you going? He's like, I don't know about no question. You got a question, too? You ain't escaping. Oh, okay. Hey, what do I got to do? What do we got to do? All right, so. Okay. I mean, this is a pretty straightforward one, though, admittedly, like. Adventure games and adventure themes. What would you say counts for you as your top tier favorite adventurous sounding theme and music in the gaming sphere? Ooh, that's tough. Uh, probably something from the first Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. That's so a- probably something from that, if I had to pick. Right now, at least, because I'm in the middle of playing through it. I'm like 40 hours into the definitive edition. Oh, good. Only 200 hours to go. Yeah, I know, right? But yeah, the probably... I don't know. There's so many great tracks from that, but, but like most of the battle themes are just amazing. Yes. So one of the battle themes, or the one that plays through the cutscenes, that's got those like little pitter patter kind of drums to, you know, mm-hmm. and then you get that guitar that comes in the. Yes. That one. Yeah. 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 That one. <laughs> You're the weedily doo guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing says adventures like. But I agree wholeheartedly. That game, that game will get you dri- get you motivated and driven. It's it's I fantastic. Think, I thought you were gonna theory. say dripping. Well, sometimes that game will get you dripping. Is that the office? Office got the drip, as the kids like to say now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The game's got drip. Got yeah. drip. But thank you very much, man. Well, not so much for voting for his pick, but thank you for being a friend, traveling down the road and back again. Um, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. You are my golden girls. Oh my god. All four put together. <laughs> we can yeah. summon the golden god. All right, so now we're on to the part of the show. We, we do every week. It's called the bonus round. Bonus round. 
Sorry, that's all we got. The bonus <laughs> round is where we play covers and remixes and arrangements on our music. We, we like to play a lot of original game compositions throughout the entire show. Uh, but at the end of every episode, we like to play covers and arrangements, sometimes just like oddities or just vocal tracks that you can't normally find anywhere else. And so we're doing that for yes. the show. We're going and we on. did, th- there's a theme though. The theme is finality, final. Take with that what you will, though we'll probably explain it for our actual choices. Did not know there was a theme. I totally wrote final. Oh, God, this will be fun. I thought it was your final song. <laughs> oh, now I look at your choice. Great, googa mooga. <laughs> this will be great. You're going to have to help me along with that. <laughs> so I'm, you I'm, should go first. I should go first. My, 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 my track is a lot more chill. So I've discovered this artist. Um, my, my cousin Rachel actually started listening to this, this group. Um, it's called Gentle Love, and it's performed for charity auctions since 2011 for the, uh, um, the tsunami in Japan. It is uh, Norihiko Hibino who did the music for uh, Metal Gear Solid and some of the Bayonetta music, and a pianist uh, who's, uh, I forget the full name, but the name is Ayaki, is, is the pseudonym on there. And they do these really smooth, sexy, like slow saxophone jams of video game music, anime music, and, and just all sorts of stuff. But it's all super slow, super sexy stuff. We're going to listen to Dire Dire Docks from Super Mario 64. Okay. This one is arranged and performed by Gentle Love. Gentle Love. Oh, and it's, it fits the theme because it's the final <laughs> song I'm playing today. That's <laughs> <laughs> I like to think this is um, it's like David Wise doing Super Mario 64. With that same tone of voice? David Wise doing Mario 64. <laughs> Get yourself a nice pile of stars, metal mushroom, and a fine bag of coins. This time to party. <laughs> this, is, this is literally the fastest track on the album. Um, <laughs> I, I love all of this music. There's so many albums. Like they've even covered some like Young and the Restless, like 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 American like soap opera theme song type stuff. Just it's really really smooth, really really jazzy. So this could be a new intro for the Young and the Restless. This not this song, but it could be. You know. This has this have more of like a um, a '90s sitcom kind of feel to it. I think maybe it's just the, the saxophone. <laughs> That's I got it. '90s sitcom starring Jaleel White. Huh. I guess. Hey, he could be the star of this show. Of this show? Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just this. I knew I was. I was. I wanted to go with my heart. My heart music. I knew this wasn't going to be like pump up the jams. Pump style. it up. Pump it up. But hey, no matter how you slice it, this is a freaking good tune, though. Okay, I'm this, this is com- yeah. this is a comforting track. Yeah, but if anyone's looking for some good music to listen to on the way home, the track it's Gentle Love. You can find them on Spotify, and their albums are called Prescription for Sleep. Well, maybe not on the way home. I mean, you, you want to get there. Well, maybe if your kids need a rest and you can play it for them and they can go to sleep. If you want to track them, listen to it 11 o'clock at night when you've been hanging out all day. Prescription to sleep. Oh. All right. So the track I went with, I immediately started seeking covers for this specific track because uh, I am of the belief of within the last 15 or so years, this is probably my favorite final boss theme that's ever been done in a game. And I also believe that it is likely very difficult to do, to perform, 
but I did find someone who actually undertook it, and I think it's really good. Um, this comes from the game Bravely Default, and the track title is called Serpent Eating the Ground, and this is a cover done by an artist that goes by the name DSC, and I hope you like it. Starts out very quiet. Very quiet. A little bit softer now. Also, I'm sorry, but it's lengthy too. <laughs> It's the exact opposite of the music I picked. It's very good. Like we're forming that on a guitar. A flight of the bumblebee. Like terrifying. This is terrifying music. It should be. <laughs> this I'll play on Rock Band. This would be fun. No, it wouldn't. Are you kidding me? On Rock Band, this would hurt. Yeah, it'd be great fun. Then the paramedics arrive. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Good stuff, Brown. Really, really good. This, this is a fantastic track, and there's actually more to it. Like, there's like a moment further in the song where they like do like renditions of like all the character themes in the game. It's really long. Like, we don't want to subject you guys to that here, but the, it does go on for a while. Yes. So, <laughs> like, the finality of this is amazing. Like, I stand by the belief that for as much as I love Bravely Default, they made some really poor like like pl- player time respecting choices on the back half of the game. And it took me a good year to make myself just power through it. I, took, I turned all the battle encounters off, set the difficulty to easy, which for me is really hard to do, just to power through it. And what I got rewarded with at the end is a fantastic narrative twist where like the main supporting character, as he turns out to have been leading you along the entire game, the title scream of the game actually changes once the plot point is revealed to actually that. show That's the letter cool. to say, Airy lies. Like, it's really cool. And then it turns out to add a little bit of extra element to the game because um, if you're familiar with the old DS structure, you know that they were really big on the idea of like communications and community play. So you can link up with your friends and some of your friends in the battle and do all this kind of stuff with that just to get extra support. But they wove that into the game by basically saying that the final enemy of the game that you were dealing with was actually a universe eater and that it was actually attacking all universes like at the same time. This was all running parallel, so like a, it was attacking everyone at the same time. Like a multiverse. A uh, multiverse final default. battle. Yeah. Yes, oh, and the great. final boss is like this giant like monster, and you're like floating out on like an asteroid fighting it, and you watch it destroy other people's game worlds, and then their game worlds support your game world while you're fighting the boss. Oh, I love that. And this is all yeah. playing over that encounter, and all the game worlds are like your friend's world, so it'll be like... Rob's world, or Mike's world, or Justin's world, or whatever name you gave it, you know, Rumpletump Universe, <laughs> um, Bobby's world, there we go, hey, Bobbo, um, but it, it made, it pretty much made the entire ordeal worth it, and to hear this music being played over that struggle, yeah. that much grander, it's 
it's finality defined. It's well, great. We are running a little bit low on time. Let's bring up our final guest judge. I think we're bringing up Justin. Indeed we are. Justin. Get up here, you. Justin Timberlake from XVGM Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, hey. you, you're being faced with a very, very difficult choice. Yeah, very different pieces of music, <laughs> very different points of view. But we believe in you. One, oh. point of the view, one point of view is better than the other, <laughs> and it's for up to you to decide. Okay, well... Which uh, one of us is driving home, and which one of us gets to drink all the way home. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've, I've kind of already decided, uh, so that Bravely Default track uh, wins for me, and I will I will say why, because it reminds me a lot of my favorite fina, fi, uh, final track, which is Dancing Mad. Yes! Uh, yeah, yeah, I can hear yes. that. There's similarities there, yeah. Dancing Mad is a peak oh. track, and the also one... long. <laughs> it's really long. The funny thing about that is, like, if you power level through that game and get to the end, like, you don't even hear most of it. It's just, like, just clips right to the end. Like, yep. what the... Yep. So, oh, I appreciate that. You, you beat me to the punch on what my question would have been. Oh, was, was that your? Uh, it would have only yours is all topic related. So, oh, okay. but we'll do a twist in there, I guess. And like, who is your favorite final boss? Then you can't use Kefka though. No, no, Kefka's not my favorite final boss. Oh, uh, that's tough because there's there's a lot of them and for different reasons. Uh, I will probably go with the sub final boss from Final Fantasy IX, Ozma. Um, because it's a weird multicolored ball, and it is one of the hardest optional bosses in a Final Fantasy. Ooh, that is a good choice, too. I've never beaten Ozma before. <laughs> but I do like the fact that he's just like a, a sphere. <laughs> it's not, like really weird to look at. Very much so. But, man, thank you very much for joining us up yeah. here. It's been a great time. So, Pernell 3, Rob 1. I get it. I get it, everybody. Hey, 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 hey. We're all friends. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Justin. Listen to XVGM Radio every month on the internet. <laughs> we're all greater fine podcasters soul. But, everyone, thanks for coming out to our show. Again, we're Rhythm and Pixels. You can find us. It's every week um, on everywhere you can find podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Just look up Rhythm and Pixels. You know, it's like Rhythm and Blues. Only with Pixels. But we took out the blues. We added video games. Right, it's pretty. It's a good time. It's a good time. It's a good time. And you know, yeah, they're 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 longish episodes, about an hour. But find a topic that's interesting to you, um, and and just you know, get into it and see if you like it. Yeah, I hope maybe you'll learn something new or just have a good time. Don't treat it like one piece. There's a lot of episodes, but you're not required to listen to all of them. Yeah, yeah, all the filler episodes. Yes, (laughs) the episode where we go to the park and save the nature preserve. You don't have to listen to that if you don't want to. But the part where you actually save the space, have to listen to that. (laughs) It's important for narrative context. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for coming out. (laughs) Well, baby! (laughs) How do we get these rhythmic pixels out and functioning? I don't know. How come the other thing stops? What do you mean? Uh, That's all right. Oh, you know what happened? I um, I accidentally closed this. I probably uh, killed that thing. Yeah. That's all right. It was up for a while then. Yeah, I'd like to. Cool. Thanks for letting me use this. Oh, man, let's stop that. 